Alright. Oh, okay. Alright. Uh, yep. Alright. You're listening to Idiot Lab. Idiot Lab. You're listening to Idiot Lab. From the National Aeronautics... Aeronautics and Space Administration. And spoofs goofs. Wacky hijink studios. Hello, you are listening to Idiot Lab, a podcast of thought experiments, hypotheticals, and original spirit Halloween costumes. Welcome to our laboratory. I am one of your hosts, Martin Kajabowski, but before we get to the big wheel... Allow me to introduce my co-host, Scott Carey, uh, and Kelly Danen. Uh, Gentlemen, how the hell are you doing this week? Ooh, whoa, whoa, so informal. Whoa, how the hell am I doing? Gentlemen, how are you doing on this fine uh, winter's morn? Fine. It's I'm night fine. time. It's night time. The worm mm. moon is out. The worm moon is not to dox anyone, but the worm moon is out. <laughs> now people are gonna know when we recorded this because everyone knows when the worm moon is. They recorded course. it on the worm moon, and now I know their address. <laughs> I already know that we recorded on the night of the worm moon, and that you live in Spokane. So Spokane. Uh, hey, buddy. My dog came to say hi. You, you are compelled to greet your dog every time well he went for some food and i had to i had to make sure he wasn't going to try to eat the food so i was just saying hey buddy and then he knows that that means so now you can see him in the video a little bit are you trying to get in here yeah he's trying to get in underneath my feet good boy. okay yep just crawling in there that's good, good boy more pausing for the dog cool. yeah <laughs> we can do more Hey, it's almost like we have a way to interrupt me at any point and continue on with the show. That's true. We have wheel sounds. Oh, sure. Well, don't we normally introduce the premise of the podcast or did we do that already? I think if you're confused about the premise of the podcast, here's all you need to know. NASA is sending us emails requesting that we follow through on some thought experiments or other various things, you know, come up with a good list or alternate worlds, uh, things like that. Uh, so NASA's requesting that we do this and we follow through to a T exactly what these thought these thought experiments, what they could be, what, you know, what, what if something was real? What, what if, uh, what if dogs could talk, you know, stuff like that. So if you're confused at all the premise of the podcast, that did not help you. Yeah. You couldn't put yeah. it more succinctly. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Why don't we just say this? Today, NASA gave us a special assignment today. And that is uh, they wanted us to rank the best movie settings, video game settings, just worlds in a world. You know, you ever watch a movie trailer and they say in a world. That's kind of what we're talking about today. The best in a world. What are they? And they demanded that we do a draft style. What was it? Snake draft? What is it called? We're going to do a snake draft, yeah. So we'll go one to three, and then three to one, and on and on and on. How many do we want to do for this, by the way? Did NASA specify how many we should draft? NASA said, they said, what, what about five? They asked, NASA said, does five sound okay? Now, I can do five. I do think that might make this go a little long, but we can we can see how we feel once. Well, let's oh, let's what? do three and then see how we feel. Justify our picks. Why don't we just blaze through this and? Get- yeah, but I mean, the NASA said, "Are we really going to talk about everything for ten minutes at a time?" <laughs> well, hold on. But then, why are we recording this? <laughs> like, NASA's bringing up some about good it. points. Is all I'm thinking right now. 
NASA said but play it by a ear. healthy medium. Yeah, a healthy yeah. medium is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the thing about NASA. They're pretty like imprecise with shit. They kind of just let it fucking flow, let it go. Sure, measure yeah. once, <laughs> cut twice. That's what they say. They're very chill about this whole thought experiment thing. They just send us random prompts, and we just kind of do what we can do with it. Uh, I so I wanted to specify one thing, which is it doesn't have to be sci-fi settings, right? No. Or fan. Okay, 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 okay. Good, 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 good. Because I don't think I have any. <laughs> Just alternate again. NASA they leave shit very open ended. They're like, maybe we'll go to the moon. Maybe we'll just see how we're feeling that day. Keep going to Mars. <laughs> we're just kind of gonna play it by ear. So I think I think just just worlds. Like it literally could be New Jersey if you wanted. Sure. So NASA did NASA specify who they want to go first, second, and third, or do we want to pick that ourselves? I the NASA said we got to figure that out. <laughs> Okay, good. I think Kelly should go first. Okay, I like that. Huh, what do I? Pick? And then Kelly should popcorn one of us to go next. Yeah, Kelly should pick the next person. Okay. Uh, adventure time. I knew it. Yeah, I, 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 had I, knew it. It. <laughs> I had to pick it. I had I to pick it. I knew that was going to be on his list. And That's called the land of ooh. Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, the land of ooh. Why not? Fun characters that uh, are more fun to interact with than people in real life. That's all I need, baby. You got me. <laughs> hey, fuck you too, <laughs> asshole. Sorry. What about the Ice King, though? Because the Ice King, he can be a real downer. Uh, you know? Seymour? He's fine. He's ha- He's got a long history. He's got He's got some trauma, and he should be dead, but he's That's not because of that crown that keeps him immortal, but also makes him insane. Get with the times. Feel like I'm talking to my nephew right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your nephew would not. Understand and then the lore. Princess Bubblegum. She had a spinoff where her and the vampire girl. They had they had adventures too, and they're great. Those spinoffs are yeah. fucking awesome. So yeah, I don't have a lot to say about that it. That was a good show. I don't need to justify this. I just wanted to pick it before well, one of you two bozos jumped in. So now you can pick the Ting Tings universe you know if what? you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the TTC the, the commercial, the commercial that they're in is the setting in the commercial from the opportunity. Yeah, the yeah, Target commercial that has the Ting Tings. Yeah, the Apple. <laughs> what would you? Who would you be in the Adventure Time universe? Like, what Ooh. part of it? Because there's like different realms of the sure. right. There's like the Candyland and the something else. Because all the like world. guards are various candy monsters in some respect right yeah i mean i'd probably just hang out in the crazy candy land even though they are disrespected by uh the princess constantly it's true i don't know you could go to vampire land Mm. wherever marceline is but that sounds boring and desolate and not fun emo little emo I'm yeah. trying to think of all the other realms that they have. They have like the volcano realm or tinfoil yeah. realm or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, but yeah, just sounds chill to just hang out in the candy village and watch crazy shit happen. I'd be a banana guard because uh, they're great. I fit right in with those guys. Goofy boys who have no... Uh, power and authority, but express power and authority, and always screw up. That's me. <laughs> when do you express authority? That's the part I'm confused. Not about. enough, <laughs> Rob. Right now, when I pick Scott, you go next. Oh, hey. turned it on me. 
Um, I gotta go for my number one. It's probably pretty obvious, but I gotta say, not Upper Earth. No, no, no. Not Lower Earth. Ooh. Hmm. Middle Where Earth. Be, Frodo. Oh. Gimli, son of Gloin. The mm. rest. The rest. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you only like the short yeah, guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like that it's a very versatile setting. They're like kind of like Kelly's pick. There's like a lots of different uh, realms within Middle Earth, and with the Amazon show, it's it not only does it span in space, longitude and latitude, it's millennia old, and there's all this wow. crazy eras of Middle Earth too that are kind of cool. Did you um, come around on that show, by the way? Because I know at one point you weren't a huge fan of that. Nah, show. I still don't. Well, that's the thing. Is I, This is why, what annoyed me about the show, was that they, I'm like, oh, they're going to do it in like a different time. Like, it's not just going to be like the same characters we know, and then it's like all it the same is, characters though. we know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> like Elrond. Yeah, like, and, yeah, it's 2,000 yeah. years before in a completely different like millennia millennium but uh it's still all the guys you know even down to like gandalf shows up and like yeah it would just be cool if it was like okay we already know all these characters what we like is the world what we like is like the the impression that there is like this whole like wider world outside of the story and you only see a small portion of it in the Lord of the Rings. So now we could show you like the rest of it. Like that's what I kind of like about all the star Wars shit they're doing is at least they sure. are like giving you different tastes of all the different things that kind of exist in that universe. Lord of the yeah. Rings. We're still seeing the same, the same guys. Yeah. 10 minutes of the story. Andor, I think does that the best. That's why I think every, that's part of the reason why I think Andor was such a big hit and why everyone loved it so much is because Andor like hints at such a like greater, even though Andor is about like specifically about the Death Star stuff, it still felt like more of a giant galaxy going on around the side of it. Cause there were so many little things going on, you know, like mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little pockets of stories everywhere. Little pockets, a little story, and just a little detail hints at a, you know, you could jump off and follow that detail for just as long if you felt like it, but we're, yeah. So, Scott, where would you live in Middle Earth? Uh, I mean, the the best place to live, obviously, would be the Shire. That's, like, the chillest place. Like, yeah, all you do is, like, eat and party and fish and relax and have a nice time. But, um, I'd probably be an orc in all reality <laughs> just you know you're an urukai you get you get peeled out of the gunk yeah that's how i you're feel when that, i like, fucking wake up every morning yeah. <laughs> somebody has to strip film off of you and then yeah, you're just and screaming I'm like, with a big yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean but that seems chill to you know you're with your friends all the time like you're just you're drinking like <laughs> you just nasty grog for man flesh <laughs> yeah yeah i have a sword that's literally just like a big chunk of sheet metal you're, it's awesome you're angry all the time but you're angry with other people who are angry all the time so it's like right. drama it's like being in like a metal band yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. a feedback loop yeah and i'd be like cockney too about oh what what do you think you're doing? <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that Urukai? Is he Kazi Cockney? Or, is <laughs> I'm here for my interview. How do I know what Cockney is? <clears throat> That's Gandalf speaking, of course. Yeah. 
That of course, that's Gandalf speaking, asking, "How do I know what Cockney is?" Marty, what world are you picking? Now, to some, to those who know me, this is maybe an obvious pick. But I'll, 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 I'll preface this by saying, as I, I grew up in a, I grew up in a very small town, and as a boy who grew up in a small town, I always dreamed of living in the big city. I always wanted to get out in those big city lights, be able to do cool stuff anytime I want to, all that kind of stuff. But then once I moved to the big city, I was like, ah. I miss the small town. I miss the charming small town life. I miss having like different shops I can go to and a different little, you know, a little group of characters who all know each other and everybody knows your name. And cheers. That's why my first pick is Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls. When that you're out from- on the road. <laughs> that's it. That's right. I would move to Connecticut is what I'm saying. Uh, and live in the beautiful trees of the state. <laughs> they got trees out there. <laughs> I would go to Luke's diner. I would go mm-hmm. to the little grocery store. I would walk through the gazebo in the middle of the town. You go to Mrs. Every- Lulabelle's dance class. <laughs> the patties, Mrs. Patties. Uh, yes. <laughs> I would go to her dance class. I just... I. I I love charming small towns. I I have for years now, um, and I just I like uh, older architecture in general too. And I think that kind of that kind of setting, a very very appealed to that kind of thing. Um, you yeah. love Michelle is small there and- town characters, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you love having a job but only working once every ten episodes. <laughs> 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 hey, Lorelai's constantly talking about that in. She's never there. She's never there. Yeah. <laughs> Something out to her. Suki, on the other hand, closes- Suki's working her yeah. ass off at, day in and day out. It's all you ever see her doing. Suki. Yeah. There's a sassy Frenchman who's got a nasty quip to say to you every time. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's at her first job. And at her second job, doesn't he work for her technically? He works for her. Well, he's technically. Yeah, her he's like the concierge. Yeah. In both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then eventually he's the only friend of hers at her wedding <laughs> in the in the remake series because they couldn't get anybody else. It seems like. Damn. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else? That is There's my a... first pick. That's my first pick. I don't. I, I don't. If you guys have any questions for me about Stars Hollow, we could go into. It who would way. you be? You got to say who you'd like. What, what would your role be in the town? Look, if my dad owned a hardware filmmaker. store. <laughs> if my dad owned a hardware store. And he died suddenly, and I had a love of food. I would definitely open a little diner in Stars Hollow. I would wear mm-hmm. a baseball cap backwards. Mm-hmm. You're Luke. How I often would, would you shave? Would, You're Luke. <laughs> rarely <laughs> and poorly. And I would yeah. have a sign on the on the uh, next to the stove that says "No cell phones." <laughs> Dude, just coffee flavored coffee. I have like <laughs> I have three lists written here. I'm not going yet, by mm-hmm. the way, because I think we're doing a snake style, so Marty will go again. Yeah, I have next pick. But oh, oh, I see. I just want to say okay. one of my bits that I was going to do tonight was saying uh, universes or worlds that are very normal, and Gilmore Girls mm. was on my list of joke lists <laughs> of universes that are jokes. 
Hold on. Gilmore could, Girls, this though, is a very attainable one. Like you, very, could, you just could just move there. <laughs> move to a town like that. Hey, we never said that was that was never NASA did not say that I couldn't just move to this town if I wanted yeah. to. Yeah, it's just, just funny that we're like, I want to go to a completely different like dimension, and yours is like, I want to live <laughs> on the East Coast. Here's what I'll also say. I I, I think like Gilmore Girls exist like the idea of the Americana being presented by Gilmore Girls hasn't existed in decades because yes. Gilmore Girls was doing a take on like screwball comedies from the right. 30s and so like that stuff just doesn't exist anymore and the idea of those small towns being that like walkable in that way too that's the thing I'm, I'm basically getting as like walkable a communities small which walkable I would say community no that's a fantasy no that's a fantasy at this point in Stars Hollow now there's a Chipotle <laughs> That would have been a great plot line for the new series. Somebody opens up a they did that a in Poke Bowl place. Already, though. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's competing with Luke Steiner. Mm-hmm. And he hates and he's it. Pissed. And he's pissed. And they allow cell phones. It. They allow cell phones over there? <laughs> oh what, what kind of place is this? <laughs> he's wearing his cap forwards. <laughs> yeah. His shirt is gingham instead of plaid. <laughs> <laughs> For my second pick now, I'm going to pick one that I don't think either of you is going to take. But I I wanted to call, because when I was thinking like great settings, I was thinking like, so I was thinking like movie settings or like filming locations, stuff like that too. And the one I thought of that I think is the greatest set maybe in like TV sitcom history, because it's a set that I think was used really effectively to both develop the world and just like nail a bunch of really funny jokes constantly. My second pick, The Model Home. From Arrested Development is my second pick for best settings. And I, I when I when I think of that show, I think like so many of the classic bits are about how like they're living in a home that has there's just like so much material is drawn from the location. And I can't really think of another sitcom or even like a comedy movie that really like so much of the humor comes from just the setting itself, which I think is a really like strong that's why I think it's a good it's a good pick for this kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of like what it was well lampooning was that like that in that era there was just like a lot of like cheap and fast development of like homes like leaning up to the housing crisis of 2008 Mm -hmm. uh where they were just like building you know churning out these mcmansions pumping out units and uh they all just felt like very like cheap like you know just like you wouldn't be you lean against the wall wrong and the fucking drywall breaks and there's just like a sense of like impermanence because it's built so you know it's like stood up like fucking ikea furniture mm-hmm. and so the model home is just that cranked up to well a comic extent i mean that's every house to this day so i mean like if you look on like housing like realtor or even like apartment listings too they all have the same everyone is buying the same gray tile and they're painting the same millennial shade of gray. <laughs> it's like every single house looks identical if it's been redone in the last like three years. And yeah, it was prevalent at that time too. Obviously, I really think. I mean, that's we're coming right back out of the housing crisis into another housing crisis. Probably is what's yeah. Happening, but we'll it's see. kind of your your second pick. Like is like almost like the mirror opposite of your first pick. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a place I don't want to live. It's not well because instead of being in a yeah, it's in the middle of a desert. Yeah, there's yeah. no. Place. It does not have old architecture. There's like no no you know not a single anything diner. extra to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a there is a Chipotle. <laughs> he contains multitudes. 
I think in the fourth season, it doesn't. Isn't there a gag where oh, uh, uh, tumbleweed rolls through the the middle of, of the of the? Oh, it's because he develops. He actually finishes developing it, but then nobody moves in there, and then they do a gag where a tumbleweed rolls through it. Yeah, a classic gag. A classic gag. I've never seen that one done actually. Yeah, tumbleweeds. <laughs> the tumble, the classic tumbleweed. Yeah, gag. what does that mean? What does a tumbleweed represent? Oh, well, it's like a oh, man. It's, it's like, like a clutch the of visually. There's a sound gag that's kind of like the equivalent, which is uh, hearing crickets. I know that one. Now that one I can. <laughs> that one. That's some pop culture. Tumbleweed. Mm-hmm. Mm. No if facts. you're making you a silent fa- in the 20s, what they would do is have a tumbleweed come through. Oh, so it's like a weed from the 20s. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's still, but it's still rolling through. No, it still exists to this day. A tumbleweed in Milwaukee one time. That's wild. Yeah, I don't think it was like a tumbleweed, like TM, like an official, like yeah. actual tumbleweed, but it was a dried like bush that uh, was, was being blown in the wind and and rolling, and it was rolling around like a parking lot. So make of that. I what had you to have will. a uh, tumbleweed made for a short film one time, and then I was driving across Kansas, and Kansas, it was very very windy. It was in. April of 2018, super windy, and we were just getting inundated with fucking tumbleweeds on the highway. Like, so you could have just grabbed like, one. You could have just, just got out and took one. T- I, I thought that the whole time. I'm like, we should just steal these goddamn tumbleweeds. Look at how well, well they're rolling, because we had to make one, and then we had to make it roll. Oh, so okay. why didn't you just do that? Because I shot the short film like a year before I, I was Ah, uh, got it. Bummer, dude. Scott, what is your second pick? Hey, I am going to go with... Probably on my list, it's it's also outlandish and crazy and, you know, far from our reality, but it's probably the one I'd like to live in the most out of the ones I wrote down. And that is the Star Trekiverse. Wow. Man, I want to live in that uh, post-scarcity communist utopia. <laughs> what about the Borg? The Borg are going to get you. Yeah, they'll try to assimilate me. I know, I know. Yeah, one the of us, Blackout Evil Rage Goblin. Gallon is going to try to um, assimilate me. Yeah, no, because it's just, uh, there's no, like, money really, and, like, everybody just kind of, like, lives according to their, like, passion, and everybody still works because, like, that's, it's fulfilling to, like, work on shit you care about as a human, but, like, nobody... Besides the Fremulons or whatever, <laughs> what are they? The Ferengi, they 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 love money. That's the thing. That's the other thing too. Is like I love the idea of the Star Trek universe. Like that's where I'd like to live. But I have not watched that much Star Trek. It's yeah. I. It's not that interesting <laughs> yeah, to me. Like, well, it's epi- <laughs> yeah. episodic, so it's. I feel like we're yeah, you gotta all be into that formula. Yeah, we like. We like a good long. I'm a bit. I'm a bit of both, but I also, as someone who does like a monster of the week type thing, Star Trek. Even when they would rerun the original series, I just like it was. I like it fine, but you know, there's so much to watch. I'm like, am I gonna watch Star Trek or am I gonna watch like 80 million other things? I'd rather be watching. That's how I feel about Star Trek. Because I like Star Trek fine, not my favorite thing. But the movies, I will say, I think you got Wrath of Khan. That one's great. Uh, and then the J.J. Abrams one, that first one, is a lot of fun. And then uh, the rest of them, take them or leave them. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my pick. Good pick. Good pick, good pick. 
Scott going with the heavy hitter. Scott's hey, coming oh, out they and got, I'm just saying um, like replicators too. That's the other thing too. You want a fucking Big Mac? A thing will just turn Adams into a Big Mac. That is yeah. that is a good one. That's a good. It's so much good consideration. It's such a like more balanced universe than Star Wars too, because Star Wars is like cool but also there's this constant battle between the empire and the rebels and like do i want to live through that shit probably not i'm already living through that shit Mm -hmm. so my next pick is stardew valley (laughs) (laughs) dude nice you want to live on a farm dude (laughs) you can just move to a farm no 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 no, no. you don't understand i want to live on a farm where it's real easy to farm things just go your way the yeah. worst part stuff about grows Valley, in a matter of like six days. Worst part about Stardew Valley is you're one of like four people in the town that actually works. Everyone else just <laughs> spot they just puts around and walk to spots and stare at the river, and they're just like, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't notice you there. I'm staring at the. River. Oh, you're giving me an egg. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, and then this is a horrible <laughs> gift. This is a terrible gift. Which in their defense. Giving someone one egg is not a single egg. What do I do? Oh, <laughs> if I was hungry, one egg would be amazing. If though. it's raw, <laughs> one Just raw. An egg. If I'm hungry egg. enough, one cooked egg. I think people would take. They'd be like, "All right, sure, whatever." Raw egg? Nah, not happening. Yeah, a lot of people are like depressed too. There's like a lot of like sort of like passive yeah, kind of mental illness. And did I talk about this down. on the podcast or something else where it's like? I can fix them syndrome. You got... Yeah. It's like, dude... If I give them enough eggs... If I give you enough... Here, let me look at the wiki and see what you like to get as a gift, and I will give it to you mm-hmm. every day for the next three months until we're at ten hearts. Yeah, I, it's weird when people's favorite gift is like... um, Like... Iron ore. Yeah. It's, Thank it's you. rare. Krobus likes... Uh, void eggs and void mayo. It makes sense because it's fucking Krobus. Yeah, Krobus. He's like the weird dark guy in the sewers that you probably haven't met because you haven't played enough Stardew Valley. I haven't played any Stardew Valley. Yeah, you should. It's great. I love it. Exclaimed Krobus. It also you can finish Stardew Valley. You can be. You can just be done with it after three years of playing it in game. Three years, not out of game. I digress. Stardew Valley. Yeah, fun game. I like it. Good pick. It's relaxing. Kelly? It's relaxing. It's like if I'm gonna participate in capitalism, it might as well be under the context of really easy farming and fixing up a town and having a little bit of uh uh pride in my work. You feel so much like agency when right. You can like decide you want to do something, and then like in a matter of days, you like figure it out and do it really good. Yeah. It's great, and then you're like, "Oh, I can make, I can have fertilizer." And then when I pull a parsnip, it's gonna have a gold star next to it. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, in real life, it takes like an hour and a half just to fucking brush your teeth, and then you still suck. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> Kelly, what is your third pick for the great settings or worlds draft? Gremlins two. <laughs> <laughs> Which now, the whole in that universe technically takes or the building. You mean the building? I mean, it takes place on Earth. <laughs> it takes place. It takes place. Gremlins One also takes place in the same area. Uh, no, it yeah, doesn't. Town. Mm-hmm. It was so just it's like, like all in that one. I town. just mean it's all in the same universe. Like 
There's mm, Gremlins, sure. Gremlins One, the Gremiverse, yeah, the Gremlins Two, same situation, but this time big business is bad, and everyone learns <laughs> to hate it, and I like that. And also, all the Gremlins mm. are crazy, and then I get to see Hulk Hogan sure. watching me in. That's while true. I'm in the movie, he'll be watching me from afar. Yeah, from the clouds. I, I never thought about the implication of that being that, like, if you're in that reality, you're aware that there's an alternate reality or another reality that is observing your reality. Exactly. I never even thought about mm-hmm. that. Uh, That's crazy. They broke. The I mean, fourth God watches wall. us all. Yeah. What if he was one of us though? <laughs> Think about that. What, like a stranger on the so, bus? Yeah, like something like that. It's almost like you're saying Hulk Hogan is like a god figure. I would think of Hulk Hogan in, in Gremlins 2 universe as like the sun and Teletubbies watching down on us. Mm. But we can't really understand what he's saying. He's just a, he's just a sure. baby laughing at us from the sun, but he's got a handlebar mustache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make <laughs> Gremlins 3... Gremlins versus Musk. Come on. <laughs> it writes itself. Gremlins in the Tesla. Yeah. Gremlins in the gremlins. Tesla. Gremlins in the social media hey. phone. Yeah. They already have enough gremlins in the Teslas. But wouldn't that be good? I feel like if they wanted to reboot it, I they straight could. Dude, it's right gremlins there. 3 has infinite potential. I They would make it and butcher it, I'm sure. But I would love a Gremlins 3. I can't remember what the reason why that, that's been in development hell for like ever. They've always talked about doing another one, but I think Joe Dante doesn't want to. Technology is just moving too fast. They can't keep up. Can you imagine like you log into the Zoom meeting and you expect to see your CEO and then you just see from the bottom of the frame two fucking gremlin ears? <laughs> I can't imagine. I can, and it makes me giggle. Scott. And that's why you picked it. Yeah, it's a fun. It would be goofy. It'd be a goofy, un- especially in 2023. That that would oh. be an insane universe to be in. You're saying that would be a goofy universe? Interesting. Um, Interesting. Hold hold on mm. to your cheese. <laughs> and Scott. whatever you do, don't put it in that leaning tower. Um, I would for my third pick. I'm gonna go with. Toontown, <laughs> i.e., Roger Rabbit, where the cartoon rules. Stole one of my picks. We all had Toontown as one of our picks. Yeah, of course we did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Knowing us, yeah, we did. That's why I picked it now. Take it off. Okay, so you're specifically yeah. talking about Toontown and Roger Rabbit, though, right? Not Toontown, the the MMORPG. Yes. I mean, there, yeah, you can still seems pick like that one if you want to. Toontown, the MMORPG. Is being only stuck in one Toontown, IP. the MMORPG sounds like sounds like some like um, liminal space creepy pasta. <laughs> That's true too. But uh, yeah, no, I'm talking about like from Roger Rabbit. You go when you shoot a gun, the bullets are all like little guys, and like uh, everything like talks, and yeah, just cartoon logic is is the rule of law. Any questions? Not really. I mean, that's a great pick. I don't have any, no. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. We all had it on our list, so we understand why you would pick it and why it'd be great. And the listener gets it, too. They're nodding along right now. What's the... They're all like, we had that on our list. What's the bad thing in Toontown? 
What's the ingredient? The, 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 dip. Dip. the dip. The dip. That's the right. Dip. Yeah. It's the, um, I put my hand up on your hip. To remove, to remove cell animation, right? Terrible. Yeah, scary. Terrifying. Don't get close Dude, to they it. could make Roger Rabbit too, but it's just about how AI is ruining Toontown. It's giving all the characters <laughs> yeah. in Toontown. Coco Melon is in Toontown? Yeah, it's giving all the characters in Toontown, they're running at 120 frames per second, and everyone's like, oh, Johnny, Johnny, yes, <laughs> Papa invades Toontown? <laughs> yeah. All right, now that we've rebooted two franchises. <laughs> For my third pick, I I am looking at my list, and oh boy, to- Toontown was my third pick. So I I gotta rethink, I gotta think long and hard here, and I might have to, I might come up with a couple on the fly. But I'm gonna do. What, my how third many did you pick, write though. down? <laughs> I wrote down six. Well, I, I, figured, I, I thought Toontown was gonna have a shot again, kicked out. But I don't know if I like my six anymore. But I'm, I'm my third one. I, I very feel very strongly about this one. So my third one is more of a, um, <laughs> as how I feel often in life. You know, that's what this one's reflecting. It's refeel it's reflecting a certain um the existential inner world dread. of Marty. Yeah, the inner world that I have. And so for my third pick, I am picking the building slash art project from Schenectady, New York. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, that is relatable. <laughs> your body is just falling up, but your teeth are just falling out for no reason. And then I assume another identity and I just go to sleep forever. <laughs> I just become a different person entirely and I no longer have to care about my art project. <laughs> That's the dream. That's the dream we all live as artists. <laughs> Someone else takes over. Yay, I can just be a normal person. Great. Yeah, no so questions. Yeah, yeah, I am much relatable. I think so. <laughs> building a giant uh, replica building of New York. I really hope no one's <laughs> listening to this and being like, come on, how have they not picked Marvel Cinematic Universe yet? Yeah. <laughs> Westeros. Asgard is cool. <laughs> no, no, no. It's connected New York building. Now that is cool. <laughs> That's a cool place to yeah. live. <laughs> we never specify that this is like we have to live in these worlds, right? We're just picking worlds we like, I think. Just best. Get the best, best ones. Yeah, just best. Just best. Yeah. That's true. According to NASA. For my fourth pick, then, uh, I, I once again, I'm just doing settings from movies, basically. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick this one because I think you guys might pick it. Uh, it's, a, you know, I, I'm not a big action. I'm not a big action movie guy, necessarily. But this this movie, the setting, this is another, this is another like, picking a great location for a movie to be set in. Uh, it's it's based on a famous building in LA, but the interior it has its own special character and really like creates this nice world and this nice like almost video game atmosphere. Well before video games were really that popular. Uh, so my my fourth pick is Nakatomi Plaza oh, from Die Hard. Guess that, and I mm. would never have picked that. <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure if you would, but I love I love the. So you uh, want to go to an office building? Yeah, <laughs> I work in one every day. But, it's not that interesting. Even if you brought guns to it, it's not that interesting. Yeah. What if there was a fax machine near me? <laughs> <laughs> but it's got a lot of interesting character to it. The lobby has a really interesting design to it. The way the elevators, the, the, there's different floors. The main floor where the hostages are in Die Hard is like obviously like a very like very cool space the offices are all very interesting to each other i don't know i just i love that setting for them it's a great setting for an action movie obviously uh but the way the movie 
It's a great setting for a Christmas movie. Oh my god. You know, it's almost like he's Santa Claus and the terrorists are naughty children. Yeah, like uh, like David Harbour in my favorite movie, Santa (laughs) Kills or whatever. Better title for that movie would be Santa Kills also. You know, Uh, two things, Marty, I'm thinking about your picks. One, yeah. you're taking a real architectural digest approach to <laughs> this, which I truly appreciate. And then the other thing is you're thinking, like, what are they going to pick? How do I undercut their pick? I think you're going to win. I think you're going to win the draft. <laughs> I'm going to win. Yeah. I'm going to win the draft. You're doing so good at try- trying no, to pick the just, best ones and undercut I us. No, I just don't want to run out because now I don't have any extras in case you guys did happen to pick Nakatomi Plaza. Mm-hmm. So that's it, that you like the architecture, you like how it like serves the plot of that movie. Well, what I'll say is I, I like how the movie uses the space. Having uh, our character, he, he traverses through that building in every conceivable way he could. You know, he jumps down the elevator shaft, he takes the elevator down, he goes through the crawl spaces, he goes into the back areas, he goes into the office parts, he goes on the roof, he goes outside the building, goes into the lobby. I just think that, that the the real estate used by the film in that space is what i like so much about it it's it, there's no ways that like it, literally every idea you could think of in terms of how do we set an action movie in this building the movie just executes it all so well like it just it takes every leap it can think of and that's why i like it so much dude nice nice hell yeah dude nice scott what is your fourth pick <clears throat> i'm trying to pick well okay yeah i'm gonna go with and I think Kelly might pick this, and I just want to, <laughs> oh, God, I want to see steam come out of his ears. I'm going to go, well, let me put it to you this way. I want to be the very best. Like, oh, oh, no one ever there. was. I wasn't going to To catch them is, well, my real test. To train them, my cause. Uh, I'm picking the Pokemon universe. It's not unlike our universe. Sure, you can have a little pet who, like, follows you around but you can't make it shoot flames and plasma beams out of its mouth and that's what you can do in the pokemon world and it also just seems like it's like what if animals were like way smarter not smart enough to have their own agency and free will (laughs) i mean but smart enough to do amazing feats of strength and uh harming and also so what Fighting them against each other is just acceptable. It's like yeah. the way. It's like people's favorite thing. It's their favorite thing. I have a two-part question for you, Scott. Well, part one, what region would you like to live in? And part two, what would be your dream team? If you could find six Pokemon, what Pokemon would you want on your dream team? Oh, my God. This, this is a lengthy question. So I, I'm not super <laughs> familiar with all. I mean, all the regions, it's like they're pretty you know, replaceable with each, like there's a water area. There's like a rock. Most of it has to do with the types of, of course. <laughs> like, so, sure. 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 So. Sure. That's why I asked the two part question in case you didn't yeah. have an answer for part one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess the Kanto region just cause it's, you know, hey, it's class. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, I do remember I, the, my, my favorite like generation though is, uh, Ruby and Sapphire. I remember there being really? just lots of like, <clears throat> cool locales with that one uh but then yeah for my dream team so i always thought it would be cool for for a um 
if I was like a gym leader, what would my like sort of theming be? It would be all mm. the uh, Pokemon that will slice and dice. So I'd have like mm, Scyther, Kabutops, uh, the rest. The rest. <laughs> the one arms. that literally looks like a sword. Yeah. <laughs> the one that's just a sword with a face on it. I don't know the name yeah. of it because it came. I don't out know what that one is. Generation three or later, but oh, yeah, okay. it's and that's all, right. all all the the late ones like the the past like couple. It's like they're literally they're running out of like okay, we can't do another like element plus. Cat, literally, so we're it, just gonna put comes, a face on something. It comes to where they're like looking at objects in the room and they're just like okay, yeah, 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 a painting Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, and it's got, and it's a painting with a face on it, and yeah. then there's a. <laughs> and we call it's called Drobble, and it's a pencil with a face on it. Uh that's Love Disc. Love Disc is a heart, just a floating heart yep. called yeah. Love Disc. They really ran out, like I think three generations ago, when one of their Pokemon was like an ice cream cone, and I was just like, Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I checked. And out as a while it evolves, ago, but... it has more scoops. Yeah, Scoopy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And then there's Scoopy. Curtis. Oh. oh my god, my fifth pick. My fifth. Oh shit, Kelly's gonna pick this. Kelly's gonna pick this. Culver's extended universe. He's gonna pick the Scoopy meets Curtis. Culver's extended universe. Uh damn, that's such a good pick. That's hard to follow up. Kelly, what is your fifth? Pick? Halloween Town. Oh. oh, that's just a deep cut. I don't have a lot to say yeah. about it. It's a little spooky. That's a deep. That's a deep cut. Yeah, it's a Disney Channel original movie, Halloween that's to Town. The bone, dude. Halloween two, Halloween Town three, Halloween Town four. Wait. You're not talking about Nightmare on, on Nightmare Over Christmas Halloween Town. No. You're talking about No, I'm he's talking, talking about, about Disney, Town, Channel Disney Channel original, original movie. movie. Oh my god. Okay, that it is a deep guy taking it. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's why it's, it's to the damn bone. It doesn't get deeper. Especially for <laughs> someone who grew up with cable and Disney Channel, uh Halloween oh. Town. All right. It was between Brad. that and Brink, are, but Brink, what are those? Brink's a little too rooted you in reality p- for me to pick Brink. Brink's just skateboarding. You can't just I mean, skateboarding. Well, first of all, it's rollerblading. Second of all, you. Kelly, <laughs> it's a new podcast. Run it back. Ten minutes on no, Brink. Let's go. Start the clock. No, please, God. Please. I'll just cut it out. I wish I would have watched Halloween Town. I would have given you a, a great rundown of that movie, but there's like yeah. four or five of them <laughs> they're not Calabar's that bad. Revenge, Jesus. of course. From what I remember, they're not that bad. And they're you, not that Scott bad. clearly has seen them too. <laughs> For straight to TV mm-hmm. movies, uh, it's hard to make that I'm magic sure happen. I said not that bad. It doesn't mean that they're not bad. They are bad. <laughs> they're not that bad. You're saying it's like a 1.5 out of 5, but not a 1 out of 5. Yeah. Yeah, Marty wants to rate this against, like, fucking Schindler's List and be like, it's actually not very structurally sound plot-wise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure that actually, I actually guarantee the plot is probably perfectly fine structure-wise. I'm sure that's not the problem with those movies. <laughs> my last pick Kelly, is... your final pick, pick 5. Willer Wonka. Wait, I want to hear who Kelly would be in Halloween Town. That one's actually interesting. I'd what just be a freak. Kind of citizen. In every one of these scenarios, I'm just one of the freaks in the streets, baby. I'm just one of the weird and lady guy in the with sheets? prosthetic, like a second prosthetic face that's dead on my forehead. That's it. A second You're prosthetic tall, face. Yeah. And so in addition to your first prosthetic face. face. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. You're like Richard Harrow from Boardwalk Empire. Yes. <laughs> on Halloween. Either that or a really wearing, cool so wizard wear, who wears wait, sunglasses all the time. How come wizards never wear sunglasses? sunglasses? Does he put on the other half of the mask on Halloween? I, have I put a, the other half on the back of my head. I have a, I have a, I'm a wizard with sunglasses on, and also a pointy cap that's also a baseball cap and not white because Whoa. that's too close to something. Yeah, be careful, else. pumpkins uh, will not replace us. Yeah. <laughs> um, my last pick. Yeah, Kelly's last pick. Willy Wonka. <laughs> Willy Wonka's Charlie oh, so you want to live in the chocolate Willy, factory. Willy Wonka's Charlie factory. <laughs> it's where he makes all the Charlie. He makes all the Charlie yeah. um, to get the golden tickets. Now, I'd be the so grandpa. is this because you have a <laughs> so you want grandpa you want Dana you want bubbly? I want, you want have, the bubbles. You I don't care have, about chocolate. Oh, I you want those, bubbles. That bubbly drink. The miracle is you standing up from playing Dota. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, it looks your, like my legs do work. <laughs> oh, man. Which, okay, well, wait. I was going to ask a question, but I think NASA might be asking us this question in the future, so I'm not going to ask this question. Never well, mind. Uh, isn't that the last pick? Smile for him, pick. we still have to pick. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, who would you be? I oh, you said you'd be a grandpa. I'd be uncle. You wouldn't uncle, be the uncle. Is he an uncle? He'd be the grandpa. Grandpa, the tallest loompa. The tallest what would be your like mortal sin that that uh, that dude Wonka honestly punishes you for? I would love to be the tallest oompa loompa, like by like a couple of feet, and then they'd always mm-hmm. just be like, "He can reach stuff," and I'd be like, "Yeah, I can." Kelly. <laughs> You know your ass would be Mike TV. You'd get put in the TV. Oh, I'd get put in that TV. I'd have that little. Yeah, oh, just of the four kids, which one would you be? Yeah, he'd be Mike TV. Yeah. I guess. Well, that's the thing. I was thinking we'd do our own, but Mike TV is so fitting for him. He'd be like, "Bro, stop playing Switch. You're in the Switch now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be Charlie. I think I would wow. just be a good boy who succeeds. <laughs> Yeah, You'd and I would be Taffy. No, Marty would. Yeah, Scott would be. Uh, Scott, who would you be? Mm, who's like the the rich girl? I'd be Veruca Salt. Yeah, Veruca, Veruca Salt. I want it now, Daddy. I want it now. You know, Kelly, I like this pick mostly because Veruca Salt. You get to know someone whose name is Veruca Salt. What a great fucking. That's name a ten out of ten character. name. That's a good name. It's a ten out of ten name. Love that name. Violet Scott. Violet Beauregard. Great. Wait, is that her last name? Yeah, that's that her last character? name. That's a great name. I think it is. Good name. Mike oh, TV? you know what I would be? I would be the guy who like uh, shoots and edits the scary footage that plays in the hallway. Like I'd like put that together. Like Mr. Wonka, uh, the disturbing footage is nearly ready. You want to look at this edit? Uh, the fourth projector is not really uh, it, the one of the colors is out, so it's going to be a little weird at one point. But don't worry, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'd be, uh, we didn't get as many centipede shots as we wanted, but hopefully that's good. <laughs> if someone takes Grandpa Joe's spot, my second pick for who I'd be in that universe is the guy who's like, "Hey, I'll give you like two hundred bucks for the everlasting gobstopper." Slugworth. 
Yeah, it'd be Slugworth because he works for Wonka, dude. He's like a red hat That's true. infiltration spy man. And I want to be that guy. I want to go up Subterfuge. to small children and be like, how about you give me candy this time? <laughs> so you want to be a guy who goes around alleys talking to small children saying, how's about give me candy this time? Yes. That's what you want to do. You got it. Easy peasy. All right. That's on record. Very good. <laughs> Scott, pick number five. Yeah, okay. This is my last pick. All right, so since it's my last pick, I'm going to go for something kind of more obscure. You might not know this one. Did oh. you ever read the Redwall books when you were a kid? Hell no. Is that no. in the Hatchet series? <laughs> yeah, it's a book within a book. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's yeah. the book the kids read. That's what he hatchets. reads on the airplane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, they were there were these uh, fantasy books I read when I was a kid, but and it, so it was like a medieval. Uh, there there wasn't a lot of like magic. There was some like prophecy stuff, but there wasn't a ton of like magic. Um, but it was very like medieval Dude. based. But the hook of it was all of the characters were little woodland creatures. Yeah, so, look at these book covers. This is rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's great. So there would be Martin like the warrior, a mouse, and it's a mouse holding a sword, and he's about to slash yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. The main character was a mouse, but he'd have a friend who was like a shrew and a mole and a squirrel and a rabbit. Like you, you couldn't be too big. There wouldn't really be like a, a bear walking around, but anything smallish and and woodland. That's what the characters would be. And, um, yeah, so it's just like a very like sort of typical like hero's journey. I mean, it's written for kids. It's very like straightforward, kind of black and white, good and evil stuff. But, uh, part of the reason I think it would be fun to live there is much like there's something about fantasy authors and describing food. You can tell that they're all like fat nerds mm. because the way they fucking describe <laughs> food. Oh my God. The food, dis- there's, there's a Twitter account that's just like. I forget the name of it exactly, but it's like food descriptions from Redwall. And all they do is like pull out the descriptions of food in the Redwall books and tweet it. And oh my God, it sounds fucking good. So that's where I'd like to live. I'd be an angry badger. We all know it. <laughs> oh, because it's all animals in this world. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought I covered that. (laughs) I must have zoned. I must have blanked out. Sorry, I must have blanked out completely. I thought I spent like a couple minutes explaining that part. Yeah. (laughs) When I listen back to this, I'm gonna find that really funny. Here's a here's an excerpt from book seven. I say, I say, jolly old meadow cream pudding. What? Just look at these button mushrooms falling out that old leek or onion pasty, my dear. Absolutely spiffin'. Yeah, that's that's a rabbit character who he, like, talks like an old, like, British kind of, like, a guy you'd imagine in, like, a safari uniform sort of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Marty was, like, so sure, like, and wait, so everybody's an animal. I, 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 you, you convinced me that maybe I didn't say it. I was like, one human. And he's not the main character. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be, I'd like accidentally sit on them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, it's like me on my phone and I like sit on a log. I'm like hiking (laughs) and and then I like want to check my phone and I sit on a log and just squish everybody. 
And then Sir Scott of Chicago, Illinois, sat yeah. on the mice, and the story was He, he got a push notification on his Android phone and, <laughs> and sat down to check it's it. from his friend Marty, and yeah. boy, did it make him mad. <laughs> All right, Marty, last pick. My final pick, I'm going to address one thing, because I think I would have picked this as my final pick. I would have picked the Animorphs universe, but I'm not picking that, because too scary. I love that as a universe, but it, I did I did take into account I would never Oh, and Halloween too, Town it, is all whimsy and joy, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. No, it's spooky it's scary. Calcazar is fucking terrifying. It's, uh, Calcazar, it's, uh... Cal- Calabar. Cal Calkibar. Cal- Cal- oh, he didn't even get his own shit it's right. Calzone. I think we knew more. Uh, Calzonbar. I, I think we both knew more about all of Kelly's picks than Kelly knew about his It own would be picks. funny if in the, the Halloween town universe, like at one point, like Leatherface comes out and just like rips somebody in half <laughs> and then like and then it just goes back to being rated G. They, they had to get the, it's like this next minute is TVMA. Yeah. <laughs> a huge warning. Like it was like as big of an event as like when that guy showed his ass on uh like NBC nightly TV. I forget what show it was, but like they there was a scene where like throughout like the month or like and on September yeah, yeah. You, 14th, you saw a, you're like, gonna see Johnny butt. Carson's ass. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna look this up. For Why the you looking first up, I'll, time I'll ever on late night TV, we're going to show a full butt. <laughs> Saint Elsewhere. It was on Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Episode three of season six, A Moon for the Misbegotten, which aired September 30th, 1987, marks the final appearance of Dr. Donald Westfall. Season six begins. Oh, geez. It's it's a whole synopsis. Whatever. Yeah. You, you see his ass and it was like a big deal. Like people like would like went to the bar to like watch it all together so they could see the wow. first time a, an ass would be on TV. And it was inside. A snow globe the whole time. Oh, what? Oh. Spoiler alert. Whoa. The fuck? I'm only on season five. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. <clears throat> anyway, so my pick is not Animorph, but my pick is based on I, I during the pandemic, my wife had been for years demanded that I play this specific video game with her because she played it as a kid. She wanted to play it again as an adult. She's like, I want to play this one video game and go all the way through because she knew this game backwards and forwards and could guide me through it like really simply. And this was for a series of games that I was a little hesitant to play because A, I knew it'd be a big time suck, and B, I just never got into these games growing up that much. Final My Fantasy. final pick is from Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> mm. And I'm picking Gaia, which is the the world in Final Fantasy IX. Uh, final Fantasy IX in general, just like, it it, it was obviously like a, re- it was not a reset because they kind of went back to doing steampunk stuff at a certain point but it was a love letter to the franchise at that point because it's got it's kind of an amalgamation of everything that came before it and it's got the best cast of characters in any of the it's why i loved it so much and why i was like glad that she really wanted to play it because it was like oh it's got like the cast is so great a bunch of lovable characters it's still turn-based combat but i think it's like that it's not as good as 10's turn-based combat i would say i think 10's uh, sphere grid is a better way of powering up your heroes and stuff, for example. But nine is like still a pretty enjoyable take on the JRPG genre for the combat aspects. But I think the first like two hours of Final Fantasy nine is just like it's a movie and you do like one battle in between each like big cutscene and big scene in the thing. And it just plays so smoothly and like that game pulls you in so easily. Like the first like couple hours of that game is so endearing and the world is like so 
rich and interesting and it combines all this steampunk stuff while also doing like old medieval magical stuff. It's just like a mashup of everything that's great about Final Fantasy's stories up until that point is what I would say. So my final pick is Gaia. Hell yeah. So like seven had the steampunk more like futuristic or sort yes. of steampunk and then seven and eight are both future ones, nine's yes. like high fantasy sort of steampunk going back in time nice. there are flying ships it took That's dude as, i didn't i didn't learn until like a decade ago which seems like a long time ago that they all the final fantasies are like separate from each other i was yeah. like how many final yeah, fantasies can there be there's only be and, one yeah, it's also like after a after a point, just start calling it fantasy, right? Like they're <laughs> the no final stuff. You're the boy who calls fantasy. fantasy. Like we swear it's the last time. Get the fuck out of here! You said that the last fucking thirteen yeah. times. Come Did on. They ever say it will be a final fantasy? Final fantasy game? for you and me. Probably in the first one, I would guess the one for the NES. Okay. Uh, I will also correct you, Kelly, because there was one game that is a sequel. There was X two, which was the mm-hmm. sequel yeah, to, to Fuck Off. First of all, <laughs> I think I don't know that. Should have called well, it X point five. I think ten two was the first one I tried to play, and I was like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm not a turn based guy, though. Each time yeah. a new Final Fantasy comes out, they have to retroactively rename. Uh, all the old ones, another in a series of fantasies. Second to last fantasy. You're really coming up on it. Final Fantasy 1 is now Final Fantasy in parentheses. This is going to take a few entries. The first in a series of fantasies. The first in a series of fantasies. Great pick. Yeah. And of of course, the Final Fantasies are all a dream of a young boy looking at a snow globe. Um, and you see the wizard. You see a man's ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is our draft for this week. I don't think we're. I don't think NASA is going to send us anything else. But I do have a final segment. If you guys would like to do, it. sure. Yeah. What the hell? Lead us around and then be like, oh, very cool choices, everyone. Yeah. The end. The end. No, this week. This week is a good. Is one. it going to be like where we do a Mad Lib, but then you just like tear up the piece of paper and throw it in the garbage <laughs> instead of reading it? No, I did. I did one prank. I'm going to wait like ten episodes, and then I'll do another prank. <laughs> but for this week, we're doing a real one. We've reached the final segment of the show, and for this week's final segment, we're going to do a classic, an iconic, a famous type of segment from radio and podcasting. That's right, gentlemen. For this week, we are going to do the great food drop. I'm going to drop various foods next to my microphone, and you two are going to guess what the foods are. Wow. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to have you. I'm going to have you guys write down your answers, and then you'll say them at the same time, or you'll say them together. But I don't want to. We're not going to do guessing. I want you guys each to. So if you guys can get a pen and paper or something to write on, or type I have on. a list of words I'm, that I'm t- no longer using. I'm going to turn. <laughs> yeah, you could just you erase that. Use your pencil. Hey, you never know. We come I'm back going to. This. I'm going to turn my camera off. Oh, he's doing it live? I thought you would have this like pre-recorded. No, I, I thought about doing that, but I think it's better if I do All it right. So I have seven things, and I'm hoping Discord like doesn't this uh, cut these out. Because if the Discord does cut these out, then I'll have to quickly just record these and send them to you. But Okay. <clears throat> Number one. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What food is this? I can drop it again if you I want me to drop hear it. it. I think you I have to turn on your Discord uh, noise suppression. No, I got it. I turned it off. All right. 
Food drop one. One more time. Can you use sounded, it in a sentence? You vastly, that sounded vastly. The first one and the second one sounded a world apart. Can you do it one more time? Yes. You can also request how I drop it, so I can drop it like horizontally, vertically, whatever you guys want. Drop it horizontally, because I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All right. Oh. I have my answer. All right. I'm, I'm ready for the next. All right. Well, you guys want to do them? Do you want to do it one at a time, or do you think we should do all? No, let's do one at a time. So, yeah. what are your guys' answers for that first one? Okay, Scotting up. Uh, sure, I said it's a bag of Werthers. Bag of Werthers. I said it's a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I kind of think neither of you get it because it's you're both really close. It was a small bag of trail mix. Yeah, okay. mm. a small bag of trail mix. So you both were pretty close on that. Are these all going to be bags of something. <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh god. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Number 2. <clears throat> Did you drop it? Did you drop it? <laughs> I'm going to try to hold the microphone as close as I can. <laughs> that was it. Bag of and then I'll stop saying stuff cuz Scott's going to steal my answer. What? Okay, are are we are, we're answering now, right? I'm ready. What are your answers, uh, gentlemen, for number bag 2? Of gushers. I guess a single peppermint. Oh, I, <laughs> like neither of you got like, it. Neither of you got it. But Scott was much closer. It's a single green tea bag. A single bag of green tea. That's why it was so hard to pick up on the microphone. Something tells me that this game is going to end zero to zero. I think you're going to get one of them. I think one of them is a pretty easy one, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. I'm turning off the camera. If it sounds like uh, Indiana Jones punching somebody, then it's a cantaloupe. <laughs> a bag of Wilhelm screams. Wait, what is it? Is it Wilhelm? It's Wilhelm. You say this every <laughs> damn time. You Kelly. say Wilhelm. You, you say something it's wrong I every read time. It in books, and that's how it's spelled. So that's how I pronounce it. You're always reading the that the history of Foley. <laughs> Food drop number three. <laughs> you can barely hear anything. Yeah. Sounded like you adjusted your chair. Yeah. Was it a chair? Was it an edible chair? Oh, Jesus Ooh. Christ. Damn. All right. I think I got my answer. I have I have a guess. I'm going to I'm going to do it once more. I'm going to do it one more time cuz I think it's it's a lot of it's reverberating off of my like it's hitting other stuff, so. Okay. Yeah, I truly can't <laughs> I, tell, like what's the thing and what's you just like moving around your room i'm guessing oh i can see this app yes <laughs> what oh no <laughs> what'd you guys guess what was your guess a small you can guess of was. pineapples i was gonna say a small can of olives uh, were you guys actually thinking it was something no. like that though it I sounded it hard I was, my, okay i'm gonna i'll go with my original guess and just yeah. to Play fair. I thought it was a jar yeah. of jelly. I thought it was an orange. Okay. Well, Scott was definitely closer. Yeah. It was. I, I. I was. If you guys had gotten that it was a can, I was going to give it to you. It's a can of sliced bamboo shoots. Oh, bamboo shoots. A can of weird sliced bamboo shoots. I did not think you did it exactly, but okay. He's clearing out the pantry. Got, 
How many more do Holy I have? Holy shit. Fif Please say at least like 10 or 20. 15 more? I have four more. I have four more. I have four more. Right. sure you don't want to save these <laughs> for another to... segment? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll have more food to drop. Don't worry. Okay, I'm going to see if my cushion will help. Okay. This How is the one I think you Oh, you're going to drop it on a cushion? Thank you. We can you. barely hear it already. No, 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 I'm, dro I'm dropping it on my, my platform here, but I'm using the, plat the cushion to help level it a little bit. My setup here is so stupid. Okay. For the listener, number four. Kelly is making a face of incredulity. <laughs> mm. Alright, I got my answer. Kelly? No, uh, ready? Scott, go first. Sure. I'm going to say a bag of frozen peas. Okay. A Kelly? bag of Worthers. I think Scott's gonna get our first point because he's yeah, so close. Corn. He's so close. Carrots. It's a bag of carrots. That's not frozen it's a bag at all. Of this carrots. is bullshit. Hey, it's a if vegetable. You don't want to give Scott the point. You we should don't have be given points for closeness. All right, no points. Well, I think wow. it's gonna be hard to get. Well, damn! Exactly. I didn't realize we could prosecute the other out of a point. <laughs> I object. Yeah. All right. If Kelly gets it on the nose, you're allowed to prosecute. Yeah. You're allowed I'm to allowed to at least approach the, the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. All right. Food drop number five? Yes, food drop number five. Another big boy. <laughs> Hold on. Did Indy just punch somebody out? <laughs> One more time. Okay. All right. I think I got my answer. Uh... Go for it. Kelly, you got to guess first. Uh, uh, can of beans. Kelly? I'm not, Scott, I'm not even going to let you guess. It's a can of beans. <laughs> unless you were going to guess a can of beans. Hey, I was not. I Kelly did. Got exactly. I got a point. All right, Scott can have his Kelly? point For back. the listener, it's Kroger brand pinto beans. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly wins this can of beans also. Oh, I can't wait for you to bring it to me. <laughs> That's part of your prize. USPS, send that over. I just realized I wasn't watching my audio, so I have no idea if it's actually like I'm guessing that's all peaking. Probably, probably but I'm it's the opposite It's like negative okay. sound. Then maybe I'm okay. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, I might have to do a little foley work. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh turning off my camera. Food drop number six. <laughs> okay. Still sounds funny. Uh, saltine crackers. Kelly guesses saltine crackers. I want to say a little thing of fruit snacks. Oh, Scott is so Scott. You've been so close on some of these. It is a crystal light packet, a single crystal mm. light packet. A strawberry orange banana. Pretty similar to fruit snacks. Weight. Pretty close. Similar weight. You guys are pretty close. It's it's shocking how good you guys are doing at this. <laughs> it's, it's, hey, I, I drop a lot of food. Yeah. Hey, apparently. I say? Got a lot of free time. Final food drop. Scott can tie this one with this pick. There's another big boy. <laughs> Whoa. Jesus Christ. 
he turns on the camera. He's like hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Damn. Oh, it bounced. Yeah. Okay. I think I got my answer locked in. <clears throat> All right, Scott, since Kelly got that one, and, he, and I didn't even let you guess on that one, you should guess first, I think, on this one. Is it an apple? Kelly, do you want to guess? Is it a banana? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's, ah, it's a maple syrup. syrup. <laughs> a jar of maple not syrup. Not very close. <laughs> <laughs> that one was that one, <laughs> not very close. Kelly, congrats, man. Good game. Well done, Kelly. Way to get the can of beans. I... I I thought the carrots was the one to get, but <clears throat> well, it was just like that's gonna. At do a certain it point, I was like, "Well, Marty's clearly making a chili with all these ingredients." So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a package of ground turkey, <laughs> a tomato paste. Yeah, exactly. I, I did think about doing that, just doing like ingredients for one dish, but I, I I didn't want to make you guys think that there's no pranks this time. I was just dropping food, just dropping <laughs> macaroni. Oh, it's a no. Cincinnati just making chili. you guys feel insane by listening to food drop <laughs> and trying to guess what it is. That's all. Uh, all right, that's well, going to do it for us. If you right? want to join yeah. NASA, apply at nasa at nasa.gov. Uh, <laughs> and then you can send apply us to space camp. Too. Apply to space camp. Yeah. Junior We'd cadets. love to have you. Hey, much like those pinto beans, this episode is in the can. It's in the can. Just like Prince Albert. (laughs) Better go catch him. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.